0: All right, so welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm trying a new concept. I'm actually going to talk to you on a solo podcast episode, which will also be on the YouTube channel, which you will find under Chris Little. We're going to do a solo podcast while I am doing a bit of commute. So the camera is mounted on the dash, nice and safe and secure. I'm all mic'd up. And we're going to figure out how well this works. Might be a hit, might be a great way for me to multitask, and it might be a bust. Nonetheless, yesterday actually marked the one-year mark of since my first class of jiu-jitsu. And so in this episode, I kind of want to talk about the impact and the, the trickle effect of trying something new. And we can look at that from the perspective of career. And we can look at that from the perspective of just your fitness journey in general. Now I've had quite a few experiences where I tried taking the path, less traveled, from the standpoint of changing careers, changing industries, spending the majority of my career as a self-employed contractor, be it that I do contract for other businesses. It's still a very unique, keeps you on your toes position. So focusing in on jujitsu. Now, my biggest takeaways from jujitsu in the time that I've been doing it, I would say is that I'm a 31 year old single male and jujitsu gives me a sense of purpose. For a lot of people my age, they might be having a family. Maybe they are someone's partner. And if you are single during this time, it can be tough. You can feel very distanced from a sense of purpose. So I know that I have a place that I can show up, that there is no ceiling. You're always going to have training partners waiting for you. You're always going to have something new to learn. There's opportunities to compete and to really test your skills to to test your limits to know where your breaking point is and i think that's essential the other thing is just like that feeling of connection like if you are lacking connection in your day to day it can be very noticeable i think the p- pandemic revealed that in a lot of us so having a thing that you enjoy that you're willing to come back to that gives you something beyond just fitness it's it goes bigger than just the modality in general because I've tried a lot of different fitness modalities I've spoken on this a few times about how I have spent many years doing spin classes spent a year instructing spin classes I've done crossfit I've done all the different boutique style fitnesses at least once and I tend to gravitate towards jujitsu because it's the one thing that I've tried that absolutely shuts everything off. So when I am stressed about life things or I'm overthinking stuff or I'm just feeling overwhelmed, you go to jiu-jitsu. You maybe have some nerves in the first few minutes, but once you're learning a skill, you kind of just can't think of anything else. And then once you're rolling, you will get murdered if you think of something else. Now, when I say this, I don't want to intimidate anybody from trying the first class. Nobody's actually going to murder you. You're just going to have to be humbled. You're going to get to a point where you tap. Maybe you don't even tap and they just ease off because they just know that their next move would make you tap. And that's going to happen. And the only way to get better is to keep showing up. So I want us to have a lesson that we take away from this episode. And the thing that I think of the most is how many times people could potentially be in a position, try something new for the first time, and then they don't because they think, what if? Like, what will people think? Or what if, what if it goes horribly wrong? So to help you relate to me, because maybe you think that I don't get scared to try new things. Maybe you think that I'm just different. I'm probably more chicken than most of the people that listen to this. And I've just been a chicken and pushed myself maybe more times than your average person. All of that to say that when I was first thinking about jujitsu, what inspired me was seeing my like minded friends doing it and understanding. What parts of their character would gravitate towards that sport? So often, very hard workers, very like determined people, very passionate people. I was like, okay, I get it. Like, I understand why you would want to improve at something and why you, of all the people, would be able to tolerate that amount of difficulty in a sport. Like, it's we're not going bowling. It's not easy peasy. Go line up and just practice. Like you get injured, uh, you get crushed under very large people, or completely debilitated by people half your size. There's a lot of elements that go into it, but there were some common key characteristics of the people that are doing it. And so I thought, well, I'm kind of like them, so you'd think I like the sport. But the things that I thought about jujitsu actually turned out to not really even be that true. I thought. You're sweaty, other person's sweaty. I figured like the amount of sweat that's being exchanged between people would just be like un- impossible to tolerate. But then you get in there and it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. It's all the same. You shower after you're good to go. Every so often you might have your mouth open and somebody's dripping sweat. You just got to move or shut your mouth or something. That is the only thing that has come up where I'm like, oh God, this is kind of gross. But to be quite honest and truthful, I probably sweat more than 90% of the people in the building. So it's mostly a them problem. All of that to say that chances are when you're thinking of trying something new, every single assumption that you have about that thing, you're probably just making it up in your head. You might actually think the exact opposite of what you previously thought. There's still some things that could hold true, but there's probably a lot of things that you're totally wrong about, which is part of the reason for the rebranding of the podcast, because I wanted to help people to diversify their thought processes, not so much as going out of their way to find people that are visually different or find opinions that are like polarizingly different but to be able to approach new ideas and really listen and understand the nuance and understand the context so that when somebody is taking one path, you're able to unpack it and see their logic for choosing that path and still be able to disagree if you choose to. And then when another person's taking a different path that maybe you agree with being able to unpack it nonetheless, And maybe understand what parts you don't align with. So let's say you have someone that you are aspiring to be. If you are able to see where you don't align. Where you don't match up. Because maybe for a long time your biases have kind of had you assuming that everybody that you surround yourself with is exactly like you. But that's not necessarily what you want. You can be aligned in that dogs are man's best friend and that mountains are beautiful. But there's a lot of other things that are very minor details that you don't have to be on the same page with. Some people have different definitions on work life balance. Some people have different views on altruism. Some people have different points of view on career fulfillment. Some people say you shouldn't do a job that you hate. Other people say that you do what you have to do to live. And one person doesn't make the other person wrong. It's just two different paths. And it's up to you to figure out what works best for you. When it comes to ethical things, there will be a a line in the sand. You obviously don't want to put anybody in danger or in harm's way. But at the same time, There's going to be situations where a person may think that everybody has to do something different in order for them to be able to do what they need to do when everybody could do what they're already doing and just be respectful of each other. But these are all conversations for another day. And it's just that in order to have like a sustainable, active lifestyle, you do need to be able to connect with a lot of different people. Because if you can't, if that's like your stopping point, you can't exercise because you couldn't see eye to eye with somebody or you can't pursue something that's different because you made up a story about what it's all about. I feel like a lot of people might look at jujitsu and they're like, oh, well, that's just like what those people do. And then they're not even going to try it, even though it could be totally right for them. And maybe there is a studio that exists or a school that exists or a professor that exists that they'd really click with. And so if you don't try, you won't know. Maybe you like the sport and you just need to find the right teammates, the right professor, the right environment, the right neighborhood. Maybe you like the, the environment that somebody else is promoting and you just never thought to ask if there was one in your area. In order to discover a new point of view or new perspective, you kind of have to put one foot in the door. And to give you an example that might be easier to explain, I'll talk about how I kind of started the career change. So anybody who is new here or maybe doesn't know the full back story, there was a point in my life where I was working in a warehouse And my job role was warehouse operations. So that included everything from order packing, shipping, receiving, forklift operation, inventory, delivery with one-ton truck. I'd be going all over the place, putting things on the pipe rack, strapping things down to the flat deck. It was kind of one of those roles where if something needed to be done, you do it. And I gained a lot. It gave me the ability to take vacation time and go on trips and learn new hands-on skills and gain confidence in new realms and get out of my comfort zone. But there came a point when it started to dawn on me, like there are certain things that I felt called to do in life. A lot of it was helping people. A lot of it was just being like connecting with people, talking to people, being part of someone else's story. And where you're working just labor and you could go the whole day without seeing another person. I mean, you'd see some people, but maybe it's just your three coworkers. That wasn't quite doing it for me. And so slowly I evolved, my career evolved. And the way that I did that was I found people who are already doing it. My first inspiration was a friend, Jordan Jesky. He had been on a podcast. So I listened to that one and I heard about how he had left his carpentry job behind and went in to be a trainer. And I liked that storyline because I needed to hear that somebody left something behind that was secure. That was a sure thing. And they changed. But what happened is my career path and his were not the same. They're not carbon copies of one another but one sparked my interest for me to dive in a bit deeper and see what was possible. And to expand on what was possible, I had to learn from all kinds of people who took that career path. And I had to start connecting with more people and I had to start going to places and things for the first time. My first foray into the greater fitness space, aside from just showing up to city gyms, and going to those mud races. Was actually I started leaning in super hardcore and spin classes. And when I did that. That was all solo. And I had a lot of like basically assumptions. Of what it was like going there. And then I made a lot of really great connections. So to summarize what will be. A short and sweet solo episode. What I would say is look at ways that you can see the perspective of somebody else. Try something new. Because you don't know what could happen. How the transformation could unfold. After a year of doing that new thing. You might have regrets and you might not. When I reflect back on a lot of the new things that I've done. I don't think I can recount any regrets. I can certainly list off lots of life lessons and character building moments. But I think they've made me a better human professionally and personally. They've helped forge a path for me to get closer to my goals. And they've made my quality of life better. Even if you have tough life lessons, even if you face adversity, even if you get injured, as I talk about jujitsu, Don't get it twisted. I have had lots of injuries. My thumb, I couldn't do things with my thumb for a little bit. My ribs feel funny in the sense that like I injured my ribs and sometimes they feel a little bit out of place, but I think that's kind of common ground. It's very much cartilage related. And it's just like the way that I look at this stuff is life is meant to be lived. Like you should have some bumps and bruises along the way. Because if you didn't, what would be the point? Like we might as well just all be in a simulation with all of the influx of technology and AI and social media and all this stuff that is pretty fake. I feel like it is important to do things that make you more resilient, that help you really understand what your limit is and that give you some kind of incentive or inspiration to get better because with my time in jiu-jitsu it also spurred on the drive to get stronger because as far as injury management goes it does not hurt to be strong and do jujitsu. if being strong won't necessarily help with your jujitsu, but it'll make you a lot tougher to submit therefore prolonging The amount of time between injuries, because if most of the people are perhaps the same strength or slightly lesser strength, there's only so much that they can do with technique. It could just be a standstill, and that's a lot better than getting submitted over and over and over and over again as you're trying to learn the technique. So if you have tuned in, whether you are on YouTube or on the podcast, I would love it if you reached out. Let me know that you tuned in. Give me a subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on whichever audio platform that you listen to. It'd be great to connect with you. Put a face to a name. And thank you for your support of the show. We'll catch you next time.